Hey friends, welcome to Naked in Truth, the podcast that's designed to open up your mind, to help you break down walls and barriers in your life that you might not even know exist yet. But don't worry, every wall that we break down together on this podcast allows you the opportunity to level up and create your impact. With that being said, I think it's time for us to get honest, vulnerable, and naked in truth. podcast. It is me, Sari D, your host and creator. And guys, I am back this week with a very special guest. We have Brendan from Master Talk, and he is here to build up our confidence. Do you want to say hey to all of our listeners, Brendan? Of course, sir. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be on. Absolutely. It's great to have you. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your company and how you ended up creating such a cool company for you to be able to help so many people? Yeah, absolutely, sir. Happy to talk about that. So, so the short story on this was when I was in university, I used to do these things called case competitions. Okay. Think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. Okay. Okay. Right. So while other guys my age were probably playing basketball or something, I was doing presentations competitively. Right. On. And that's how I, yeah, that's how I learned how to speak. But then as students started entering the program and we didn't really have a coach, I kind of just said, okay. Let me let me help them out. So I started coaching those students. And then when I got out of university, I had the idea for Master Talk, the YouTube channel specifically, because I realized everything I was teaching them wasn't really available for free. Yeah. So I started making videos in my basement. And then a few years later, it turned into a coaching business. But the mission is to help every human being on earth become an exceptional speaker. Wow, that is absolutely phenomenal. So honestly, guys, when it comes to having Brendan on here, you know that this podcast is here to open up your mind to allow you to grow into the person that you were always meant to be. And if I can be honest, being a clear, concise speaker is so important. Being able to have confidence while you're speaking is so important. And I know that that's why a lot of you guys are attracted to this podcast is because I got that pep in my voice. I keep you guys attracted. And it's one of those things that I want you guys to be able to build as a skill set yourself, if that's something that you're interested in, because I know it's no fun being stuck inside of your shell. And as you guys know, on many prior podcasts, I preach about communication, and this is going to really allow you to be able to take your communication to the next step. So Brendan, we're so excited to learn from you and get all the goodies that you have to teach us here. So I want to know a little bit more about you. So yeah, you got into it in university, but what about that? What about prior to that? Like, were you always the kid that I, that had that confidence going through them or were you the kid that needed to develop that confidence absolutely definitely this the second piece of that sarah like what just as a quick side note and you probably know this because you're canadian you know i was born i'm born and raised in montreal and for those okay. who don't know montreal is a city where you need to know to speak french to do well True. so my parents looked at me when i was five and they said hey brendan you need to go to french school but i didn't know the language yeah. so my whole life not only did I struggle with communication, I had to present in a language I didn't even know. Oh, I can just imagine how yeah. awesome that was. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely right. So first grade, second grade, third grade classroom. Yeah. I would just go up to the audience and go, uh, uh, bonjour. And that was my life growing up as a kid. So yeah, I definitely struggled a lot with communication until I found my way later in life. 
Well, I'm so glad that you were able to find this because it sounds like you're really making an impact in other people's lives. And we want to know, how are you helping people level up? Is there a certain type of clientele that you specifically speak with, or is it absolutely everybody that you work with? Yeah, I would say for, from a missions base, it's Sarah, you know, for me, it's always about, you know, I think the next Elon Musk is probably some seven-year-old girl who can't afford me. So for me, I want to be as accessible as possible to people. That's why I created the YouTube channel. But for clients, what I always say is, you know, attend one of the free trainings. And if, if you want more access and then from there, those who are interested can, can grow that can relationship grow. with yeah. you. Hey, that's Absolutely. fabulous. And you know what? Being able to offer something like that well, making sure that you're making it available to everybody um, is, is really cool that you can see that a lot of opportunities do get missed in life simply because a person doesn't have the finances or the direction or whatever it might be. So I think that that's really cool that you do that. So when it comes to just a regular person who's looking to build up some confidence, how would you typically guide them? Or what are a couple of tips that you would give to allow them to level up from where they currently are? Absolutely. Great question. So here's the way I think about it. A lot of the information around communication, Sarah, is negative. It's true. When we, right, when we think of communication, we hear fear, your stress. We hear uh, the next thing after the fear of communication is like the fear of death. I was like, whoa, let's, uh, let's take a step Slow back. down, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's not helping, right? That's not helping. This totally. Situation. Right. So, so I always like to reframe that. And I always like to ask a question that people can reflect on. And the question is, how would the world change if you were an exceptional communicator? How would your life change? You know, communication is so much more, and I'm sure you've covered this in so many episodes. It's so much more than just giving a presentation. Mm -hmm. It's the way we talk to our families. Mm -hmm. It's the way that we meet strangers when we're traveling. It's the interaction that we have those micro interactions that we have with every single human being for the rest of our lives. And we don't realize how much those small interactions also make a large impact, right? It's not just those big speeches that you're coaching people on. It's to make sure that they are successful in those smaller moments as well, right? Absolutely. Absolutely spot on. I love that. So, so when it comes to, um, the questions that you would typically ask a client, where are you getting their mindset to go? So you're getting them to think outside of the box. Where does a tip, where does a person typically lead with, with their answer when they say, when you say, how would the world change if you were a better communicator? Like, do you find that people get nervous? Do you find that they're like, oh my God, like this guy is actually opening my world to opportunity because I can see more clear that I do have a potential? Mm, fascinating. So, so the way I see it is it always depends how you ask the question. Okay. So if it's, okay, I need you to answer it right now, then people get worried. But if I say, hey, reflect on it for 15, yeah. 30 minutes, which is really the key, that's when their mind starts to open. They go, huh? Like, yeah, I, 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 wanna, I want people to feel better whenever they talk to me. Wow. I want people to feel validated. When, when I'm speaking to them at work or in different settings that, that they are personally involved with. But yeah, absolutely. But then the other piece to that is momentum. So momentum comes from doing little things over time that build up like the random word exercise that I recommend people check out, okay. which is simply picking a random word like phone, screen, pistachios, and giving presentations impromptu. Oh, really? Okay. 
that's really good to know. Cause you know, I'm sure that you didn't realize that your job was going to be as impactful as it truly is on the sense of you are opening up a, a totally different world of opportunity for people that they might not even realize because they put themselves in a boxer or a definition and thought that they were limited on what they could do. So not only are you allowing them to see like, Hey, your communication can grow, but your impact can grow that much more from having clear communication. Right. hundred percent. You know, even, you know, on that topic, Sarah, you're absolutely right. I didn't even realize how important communication was for other people because I always took it for granted mm-hmm. because the, the second I started getting great, I was like, Oh, I guess, I guess you use communication to win competitions. Mm-hmm. But then later on, I realized that it, it's so much more than just that. Well, and like you are a great example of it because you got to come from the position of where you needed to grow that confidence to like, look at you right now. And if anybody's watching you on YouTube, like he's got swagger going on. I'm sure you can hear the confidence in his voice. Like he, he, he's got the package, right? So he literally was the blueprint showing that this can happen. And so I'm just curious, do you find that a lot of people, um, that a lot of people feel like their life has opened up, I guess you'd say more doors, like when they give you the follow-up of what's happened, that it actually created a bigger opportunity for them than what they originally anticipated? 100%, Sarah. And, and to build on that, the outcome will be different for, other, for different people. So let's say we take you, your podcast, yeah. because you're already an exceptional communicator, you're able to attract an amazing audience towards your show who are just raving fans of what you do. But if you push it even more, then you impact more lives to the podcast or through different speaking engagements. But for somebody else, it might be getting that promotion they never thought they would get. Like there's a lot of students in our programs who are stuck at manager for, let's say, five, seven years. And the only thing they're missing is just, is just people, right? How do you communicate? How do you manage people? And then they get to that director, that VP role. And then for other people, it's early stage entrepreneurs. You know, they got a pitch. They got this great idea. But mm-hmm. nobody understands it except that. Yeah. And they so don't have a way you... of, full of... of communicating that, right? Absolutely. So very interesting because, you know, I think that I would like to hear an example of, of from you, since you have done that change yourself, of how much did your life change from the Brendan that you were when you were shyer and maybe didn't know how to communicate to the Brendan that you are now. Like, I want to know, like, because a lot of people think that the life that they're living right now is good and that's fine and dandy, but like your life could be great. Okay. Like that's, that's, that's the line that I'm trying to break here. And, and so like, it's not like there was anything wrong with your life when you couldn't speak French, right. Or you didn't know how to present it properly, but how has your life changed for you to be able to maybe have more opportunities? Maybe you got more chicks coming in your corner. Maybe you got, you know what, but I want to know the reality of how your life actually changed because it's not just that your speaking got better. It's that a lot of things actually got better. Beautiful question. I completely agree, Sarah. So there's so many things I could go through, but I'll give you three main ones. I'm ready. So the first one, definitely income. My, my income significantly increased. And the reason for that is all of the people, whether you're in a corporate setting at work or whether you have your own business, the people at the top, regardless of the industry, pretty much all share one thing in common is that they're all exceptional communicators. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of them are really great. And the reason that's so important is because it allows you to leverage your time. So what does that mean? So let's say you're speaking to someone one-on-one outside of a podcast setting, 
You could be talking to them about your products, your services, and you have to have that one conversation over and over and over again. Whereas when you get really good at communication, you can have a leveraged conversation. That means when you get on a stage in front of 100 people, you're still using that same one hour, but now you're talking about your services to 100 different people. Mm -hmm. So you'll sign 10, 15 times more income with the same amount of time. Same thing with podcast guesting. So yes, the income is definitely a big piece to this. The second piece is family. So I'm always proud to say that me and my sister have not had an argument over 10 years and we live wow. together. No right? way. Well, congratulations yeah. that yeah, you made it this far. Not even an argument. <laughs> not even. It might, it might be like a little spit, like, but that's it. But we know like, what brothers and sisters are like. Like, it's like pulling hair. Like, I'm going to kill you, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. So it never happens. We, we still live in the same house. I still live with my mom. No Amazing. arguments. But that's not an accident right? That's not an accident. It's intentional. It's it's intentional, right? When you're becoming a really good communicator, most people when they communicate, it's always, I believe this, I believe this, I believe this, I believe this versus why do you believe this? Yeah. Why is this important to you? So that's the second piece is your relationships with everyone around you will improve. And the third piece is you'll be more open to having conversations with new people. And new people always lead to new opportunities if you talk to the right people. So when you have that charisma, you're more social. You don't have to be like an extrovert, but just an introvert is willing to put themselves out there a little bit more than usual. You'll get that little opportunity that you wouldn't have had otherwise. Those are amazing. I love those three tips. And you actually brought up something really interesting in your family tip is that so there's obviously a side of reciprocity that you need to have when it comes to being a confident speaker. So it's not just about you speaking to them. It's also about how you can obtain information from other people, probably feedback. I assume you're teaching people how to take and that type of thing. So that overall in their responses, they're not getting like defensive essentially, or only seeing through one lens. Cause like you had said, in order for this family thing to happen, you guys got to be able to see through both lens. You got to reciprocate back and forth of what each other are respecting. Right. And it's not just that Brendan knows how to clearly communicate. So his mom and his sister listen very well to him and they never go through a fight. There's obviously a formula to this all. So I want to, I want to hear a little bit more about that. Absolutely. So, so the, the simple principle to that, and I love your analysis of that, Sarah, is the more you listen to the world, the more the world will listen back to you. Mm, right. Very like good. The, right. The, the, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> but, but there's a piece to that so important, which is the first part. The more you listen to the world, the more the world will listen back to you. Yeah. Here's the problem with most people and how they listen, Sarah, is the idea of statements versus questions. So always ask yourself in dialogue, what percentage of what we communicate is statement versus question? And what we'll find, and I'll just give it away, most human beings, the conversation's 80, 90% statements. Oh, I yeah. think this. Oh, this happened during my day. Oh, it's blah, all blah, opinions. Blah. It's all opinions, right? And 10%, less than 10% is questions. Which like, is open communication. Day? Absolutely. How was your day? What's, what, what's one thing I could do to make your show even better? So, like more questions mm-hmm. rather than statements. So always audit that. And I always recommend your best, obviously, and it's hard for most people, a 50-50 ratio mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. half of it is questions, half of it is statements. That's the ideal. Like that's the top person. So, so try and change the, ask one or two questions that you otherwise wouldn't ask. Okay. And so if there are some, you know, 
parents that are listening, or maybe there are some business owners that have some employees listening, what would you give them for advice if they were wanting to give a piece of advice to their employee or to their child? Like, should they be starting out with a question, potentially asking them if they should be providing this piece of advice and if it's okay, or should they be going straight into a statement and then a question? How would that sandwich be layered since we want a 50-50? Mm, I love that. So so let's start with the kid. So once again, 50-50 is a general thought. It doesn't have to be 50-50. No, it I just it, it forces people psychologically to go like, oh, if half of what I have to say is questions, I'll say more questions. But it, it never has to be 50-50. So the, for the kid, what I would do, one easy thing that parents can implement is always have the child justify why they want something. So I'll give an example. Let's say a kid comes up and goes, mommy, daddy, I want a chocolate bar. Most parents just go, no, mm-hmm. you can't have a chocolate bar. What, what I encourage parents to think more of is go, A, why do you want the chocolate bar? Why is that important to you? And B, make a presentation on why it's important to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this will really help the child communicate. And by the way, a lot of the times they won't even bother doing the presentation because they'll just self-reason out of it. They'll go, yeah, it's not worth doing a presentation. I guess I don't really want it that bad. Yeah, It'll save totally. some money. Yeah. <laughs> <A little money. laughs> that is awesome. And when it comes to maybe the shy business executive that, you know, is really trying to do their best to manage a team, but maybe doesn't have that confidence, but knows that they need to give some constructive criticism to help their employee grow. How would they take that approach? Yeah. So there's a lot of layers to that, but let me give you the 80-20, Sarah. So the 80-20 is this. You don't need to start with a group. Like I never usually recommend giving feedback to wide groups of people. So you have to worry about that. It always starts with the one-on-one conversation that you have with your direct reports. So the way that I would start the conversation is ask ourselves a simple question. Can we say at the top of mind, what the top three goals are for each of our direct reports? And most managers aren't able to answer that question. So ask somebody, boom, What's what's Julia's top three goals for the year? People are going to go, uh, I don't really know. Yeah. So the first step I would say is to ask one question to every single person that you manage. And the question is, what are your top three goals for the year? But once you listen to them, you write them down on your phone, put them on a notepad. So that way, the next time you go into a feedback conversation, instead of going, well, sir, I know we got 30 minutes, so let's go through what uh, you worked on, what you didn't work on, what you could do better. Instead, it turns into... Hey, sir, it's great to see you. I looked at the top three goals that we discussed last and would love to hear more about how those progressing and how I can support you. The person at the other end of that board or desk will go, oh my God, like how does this person know all of my goals? It's crazy. So I would start there. So it's that little bit of detail of listening, like you mentioned, putting, making sure that we're having those listening ears on, and then also making sure that, uh, that we're empowering that person to be able to make that decision and that you're not coming at them knowing that maybe they are slipping up and, and not getting the work done that they need to, but you're supporting them in a way where they're able to openly communicate about what's actually going on without feeling like they're attacked or being micromanaged, right? Oh, yeah. And and the principle I can share on that is that people can write down is if you communicate 20% better than your competition, you will stand out 100% of the time. So it's not about going the extra mile here. It's about going the extra meter that literally nobody is running. I'm talking about like writing your direct reports, top three goals takes two seconds. Seconds. Sending a 20 second video message to say, hey, sir, I really appreciated you having me on the show. I loved your energy. I loved your enthusiasm. How many people do that? Yeah, seriously, nobody. That's the key. 
20% better. So guys, write that down. Like he said, all you need is an extra 20% to be the 100%, okay? Because it really is so true that none of us are going the extra mile anymore. We can hardly even pick up a pen to write a card to each other to wish each other a happy birthday. So it really doesn't take much to stand out in a crowd. And I know that we get so overwhelmed feeling like there's so much out there and you know, there's a flood in certain markets where we feel like it's oversaturated. But the truth is, is that we really just need to put in that extra 20% and you can be what stands out 100%. So that was really good advice. I love it. And as we're closing up this podcast, Brennan, I would love for you to give your best piece of advice to anybody who's looking to build up their confidence, No, whichever way you want to kind of direct this answer. Yeah, absolutely. I would say closing thoughts on this is communication is so much more right than the every the presentations that we give than the fearful antic that we think it is because communication isn't supposed to be a chore though a lot of us think it is yeah so my ask for everyone is reframe it think about a skill in your life that you weren't that great at and now you're exceptional at what was that journey like for you? And for all of us, it's going to be different. Maybe it was skiing. Apply that same mentality. Oh, I had so much fun doing skiing. Oh, it's a, apply that very same mentality that made you successful, that one skill to communication and watch your whole life change. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Well, and you know what? And that's the other part too, is that like, so if you're trying to build up your um, confidence with like, let's just say it's a work presentation or something. If you're not finding that fun, Find your fun in communicating in a different way is what he's trying to say here. So like, it doesn't necessarily have to be the main thing that you're trying to grow off of. And if you're not finding any fun and you're only finding fear off of that, see where else you can grow strength in your conversations and where you can find fun in that. Because the truth is guys, is that majority of us become successful at things because we sucked at them to begin with. And we worked on them until we got good at them. Like if I can be completely honest with you guys, I wanted to be a news broadcaster. I got told that I was going to have to do the the tech stuff. And I was like, I'm not going to school because I don't want to do any tech stuff. What am I doing right now? I'm sitting here running my own podcast, editing them all, doing my own tech stuff. So it's funny that we think that we aren't going to be good at something and that we're not going to be able to do it. But when you really want something, and for me, it was being able to get the message out to you guys, you're going to tackle it and you're going to grow and you're going to find the fun in it. Even though the fun isn't in editing for me, it's in the overall podcast, getting it to you guys. I made sure that I still found fun in it to get the shit done that I needed to get done. If that makes sense to everybody. So Brendan, You are amazing. We want to be able to link up with you. Where can people find you? Where can they connect with you for training to build their confidence? Give us all the details of what you're up to and where we can find you. Likewise, Sarah. What a beautiful conversation. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So two, two easy ways to keep in touch. The first one is definitely the YouTube channel. You just go on YouTube, you type master talk in one word, and you'll have access to hundreds of free videos on how to communicate ideas. And then the second way is if you're interested in coaching, attend one of our free live interactive trainings over Zoom. This is not a recorded webinar. I'm actually on the call. I'm helping people. I'm coaching people for free. And the website to register for that is rockstarcommunicator.com. Well, we are going to have all of that linked in the notes so that you guys can go and check Brendan out. Um, But seriously, thank you so much again for your time. I know that our listeners are going to um, find a lot of value in this episode. So thank you all for tuning in again. And you know that I will catch you next fucking Monday. 
And that's another honest episode dropped. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Naked in Truth, where we come together every Monday morning to set the week off with intention. Don't forget to head over to our Instagram page at Naked in Truth Podcast to stay up to date on future episodes, guest speakers, and other kick-ass info that can help you continue to create your impact. And you know that reviews are so valuable when it comes to building a community of like-minded people. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please, please, please drop some love on Apple Podcast Reviews and share this episode with someone who you think needs it. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to today's episode. I'll catch you next Monday. And don't forget, love always wins.